Hello, Two Principles podcast listeners. We are so grateful for all your support and appreciate you checking in with us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate review our podcast. You can also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Two Principles. Check us out on the web at twoprinciples.com. We're so grateful for our Two Principles podcast partners, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Greenboy Brand. We want to thank Greenboy Brand for helping us design our two principles artwork and logo. They can help you customize your brand. If you're looking for an artwork designer logo or some cool merch, check them out at greenboybrand.com. Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, where we help you get out of your head and into your heart. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. I'm Angie Charbonneau-Folch, and I'm hanging out with the Two Principles. Did you eat lunch today? I did. What did you have for lunch? We had sandwiches. Did you get catered in because you're yeah. on the board? Yeah, executive board gets oh. catered in. You know, they could have done that for the Two Principles pod today. <laughs> Bob had us come up early and all this stuff. So, yeah. What kind of sandwich? Sandwich is pretty broad. It was uh, like, you know, you can make your own club. It was a kind of mm. build your own sandwich oh, with so. some side dishes oh. and some really good chicken wild rice soup. Ooh, geez. You get spoiled. Yeah. Hey, we're big deals. You are a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you are a big deal. Um, excited to be back up here at the MASS Summer Conference. Of course, it's, it's what I look forward to every summer. It's the best part. Mm-hmm. I would agree, and I know, I've, Angie, I've gotten to know you over the years from, mm-hmm. obviously, these conferences and, uh, and all that stuff. Working MASS, in Central Division together. Working in Central Division yep. together, so it's been great, and I would echo that. I would say this is just a great place to connect with people, and those relationships are key um, as we move forward, so... Uh, what else was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something else about, um, I don't know. My Kevin, my brain today is kind of going all over. <laughs> wow. so this, oh, I was going to say, this is a summer edition. So we are. this is the Two Principles pod. We, we've taken our podcast out of, you know, Maple Grove, out of uh, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. That's where, we, that's where our studio, that's where we go out of. We took this for the first time on the road. So what do you think of this little setup here in this hotel room, huh? Quite impressed. I wasn't sure what I was going to walk into when I walked into your hotel room. <laughs> That's key, right? Yeah. I mean, we've got a fireplace here. Yeah, um, got a little yeah. TV. You can check out if you want to like zone out and to look at the water out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right. you guys have quite a little setup here. Yeah. So, well, hey, we appreciate you being on the pod. Kev, are you uh Thanks, thanks for asking me. Yeah. We're good, man. Let's, uh, let's raise our frequency today. Let's yeah. go. Let's go spread some good out into that pod universe. It's that time. Hello and welcome to today's show, summer edition of the Two Principles Pod. As always, super excited to be here today with my good friend Kevin. And we are super excited to have Angie Chenard Fulch. Charbonneau. Charbonneau. Why did I say <laughs> Chenard? See, I told you my brain. Charbonneau Fulch. Thank Glad you. you. Thank you. Sam. Yeah. You know what? People will listen to that in the very beginning and say, what an idiot. He can't even get that name <laughs> I know. Right. You've known me for and years. I've known, I've known Angie for years. And <laughs> years right as I was saying that, I was like, crap, that's not coming up. I Angie, even, I'm I sorry. I knew you said it wrong. 
I know, that's good. Yeah. So we're super excited to have Angie on the show today. And I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jones. And we are the Two Principles. Two Principles podcast where we put the focus on leadership, work-life balance, stress management, and mental health. Our goal is to equip everyday leaders with practical tools to maintain their overall health and live out a more balanced and fulfilling life. Hey, if this is your first time tuning in to the Two Principles pod, we appreciate you checking us out for the first time. There's a lot of pods out there. Thanks for checking us out, and thanks for tuning in today as we continue on this journey towards a healthier and happier you, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, as always, every episode, we will stay true to the Two Principles purpose. We will consider the impact of our words and actions. We will be in the moment. We will stay present. We will give it our best today, and of course, we are going to have some fun. We are going to have fun. Angie is a lot of fun. And so, Angie, do you have any questions for us, the Two Principles, before we before we get started? Like... Any questions you had just thinking of popping in your head that you want to ask us? What, what did you have for lunch? <laughs> I love it. Here, so, you know, what's funny yeah, for me. Is funny. I, we were just uh, talking about so, this. Um, today is kind of my, uh, when I, my, my routine day. Like I, today's a, a very light day for me. So I fast. So today's a fast day for me. So I'm fasting until dinner tonight. So I haven't had lunch today. And that's part, and I do that for health reasons. It's, it's uh, something I've been doing for quite some time now. Um, so, but I will have dinner, um, okay. and that I don't know yet what I'll have. I don't know if it'll be chicken, steak, I don't know, but it'll be something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll be at dinner together tonight. <laughs> yeah. so. Kevin, all, what about yeah, you? Yeah, it all works out because uh, I've, he bounced eaten, out. I've eaten enough for <laughs> both of us today. Um, what did I have? I had, uh, I brought, uh, I'm weird, I, I, I eat uh, vegan, so very I weird. always bring enough food for me in case I can't find stuff, which is kind of the case. Um, so I brought a um, smoky tofu uh, pasta salad. So if it stinks in the room, it's because of yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> uh, for breakfast, I had a tofu scramble. Uh, so then, so that was breakfast, yeah. and then snack was the pasta, and then I had. Yeah, so he's uh, had a lot of food today, basically. Wow. Then I had a wrap. Wow. Um, but I ran thirteen and a half miles this morning. So oh my God, you guys are like making out. me feel. <laughs> it all works. Like out. I need to do a little bit of exercise today. <laughs> well, I haven't. I haven't done anything. Yeah. Today's my today's my. No, off I got day. up and ran. So, uh, Angie, what's up? What would be a walk up song that we could introduce you to the Two Principles Pod? Well, anybody who knows me knows I love our Minnesota son, Prince. And so anything by Prince, but literally I love Baby I'm a Star. It gets me going every time. Here we go. Let's go. Angie is on the Two Principal Pod. Welcome. We are super <laughs> excited to have you. Thank you for inviting me. That is a good one. Oh. I think we're just going to sit here and listen to this. All right. All right. Hey, that's awesome. All right. So normally, um, since you mentioned before we started recording that you've never listened to a podcast before. Ever. So this is pretty unique. Yeah. You, you might quite possibly, you the first podcast you ever listen to might be the one that you're on. So that's that's <laughs> awesome. Probably that is so story. cool. Normally what we do is... Maybe we, we'll get you excited <laughs> and addicted to the Two Principles pod and that's all you're going to want to listen to. I do have a long commute, so maybe I'll start <laughs> listening go. to you guys Here in the morning. Go. Normally, we ask a random question of the episode. We're, we're kind of doing it a little bit different this week because of all the uh, uh, principles that we're interviewing. So the first question we're going to ask is, reflecting on the school year, what's one highlight and one challenge well, that you experienced this and year? And then could you just add 
for the listeners, where are you at right now as far as being the principal? Sure. So I actually switched uh, districts this year. So it was my first year in Eastern Carver County Schools, and I run the um, Integrated Arts Academy. It's a 912 high school uh, in Chaska, Minnesota. So it's my first year. Okay. So I think the challenge, I think, you know, coming into a principalship, uh, taking over a new school, there's always challenges of, of um, learning the new system, the new district, um, all the new people that you're working with, the way that the district runs. I, I think there's a lot of, I've been in, I think, five districts now, and everybody's always a little bit different. So I think that was kind of a challenge of, also, just doing a lot of listening, um, you know, as a new principal, you don't want to come in and 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 not listen. Um, and so I, th- I think that you know that's an important part. And, um, and and overall, I feel like the school year was a success. You know, um, we did a lot uh, this year, listening more to the students. Uh, formed a little student senate, got some student representatives on that senate. And listen to the kids and what they thought that they needed from me. And we really kind of focused our energy on accomplishing a few things that were really important to the students. Very cool. So you you would say overall you enjoyed that first year? and Yeah, it was great. You know, um, internally I felt like I needed a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, so switching districts is always a little bit scary. Uh, but it was it was challenging and it was... New work, uh, leaving the traditional high school um, after many years of serving almost my entire career in traditional larger high schools to go to a really small alternative high school and, and join the alt world uh, was a whole new learning curve yeah. and um, it was a great new challenge. So I really kind of pushed myself outside of my comfort zone and it was a learning experience and, um, and it gives me, I think, a new appreciation for all of our principals that are working in the alternative settings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I was super excited. I knew last year when you got the job and all that stuff. And so just super excited for you. Grateful that you are a leader and you're leading a building and doing great things for kids and staff. So that's awesome. Let's kind of switch it up. We talk a lot on this podcast just about really taking care of ourselves or how do we do that? Or And so when, when it comes to you, Angie, what, when you think of your overall health, A, do you have like a self-care plan or what would that self-care plan look like? I feel like I used to be better at it. Uh, this year, I, I, I did work a lot of hours, but for me, I think my self-care plan is uh, coming home, um, walking the dogs, and then uh, my wife and I, we both really like to bike. And so we like nice. to get some miles on our yeah. bike. Where do you guys go? Just go biking anywhere? Or? Yeah, during COVID, when everything was closed, we just um, bought a book on all the different state parks, and so we just mm. started kind of picking out different state parks across the you know the state. We just hop in the car and load our bikes up and just travel and then check out a new state park. So we did that and just kind of really got into it and got in really good shape. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we were doing like. 20, 30 mile bike rides and just really enjoying seeing the different parts of our state that we hadn't seen before. So, so that's kind of our thing. And we have like a little, I guess, route that we like to go, mm-hmm. uh, when we're at home and it's about 10, 11 miles. Um, so it's nothing long or significant, but it just kind of gets us, you know, those miles. And 
So I like to ride our, our bikes. Do you live down in that Chaska area? No. no. I live out in the uh, out at Seago, uh, Albertville oh, area. Sure. Kind of by the outlet mall. She's so. kind of close to where we're at. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I was just for the last two years before Rogers High School, I was at uh, Prairie View Middle School. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Prairie View is very close to kind of where I okay. live. Yeah. Oh. I, I could probably bike there in like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm closer to the mall. Sure. So yeah, about a fifty-minute commute each way. So that's a perfect nice time days. to listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. about. That's kind of what we'll do here. Yeah. So that's great. Anything else? Like when you're when you're looking at, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be, but it could be so many different things when you want to take care of yourself or things maybe you want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I think uh, how I, what I want to do with spending my time is spending it with uh, my family. Mm-hmm. I really do like uh, hanging out with. Uh, my sisters, my parents, my in-laws. Um, so we do that a lot. We as a family like to play Mexican train together. That's kind of like our family. I don't know if you guys ever played Mexican what train. Is that? No, what? Oh my I've God. never heard of this. It is like a domino game. It's super fun. So that's kind of our family tradition. So whenever we get together for family barbecues, things like that, you know, we play bags or whatever for a while. But yeah. We like to get out the Mexican train, play that. And, um, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Super fun. Maybe. And then we like to Go to venues, uh, concerts. Mm-hmm. You know, have a little bit of a ticket master addiction. So yeah, that's okay. How <laughs> many a lot of shows? How many concerts do you think you've been to? We had a guest on that. What was he at? He's oh, I think he said he one, was up in the one thirty, the one thirty, one forty yeah. live concerts. Are you there? Um, probably close. Yeah, yeah actually. My, what was your latest concert you've been to? Uh, just went Saturday to Matchbox Twenty. You did? Oh, yes, Island. that's yeah. where Craig was at. Craig was yeah. at Matchbox yeah. Twenty too. I think I've seen Match like <clears throat> that's probably my fourth or fifth time seeing him. Heard it was a good show. Yep, saw uh, John Cougar Malcamp back in April at the State Theater. Yeah, I gotta get you connected. We gotta get him cool. and you connected with Craig. I mean, geez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah got, you guys would get along. <laughs> yeah, got tickets to Pink. You uh, want to Pearl? You, what's Grand the big one? He's going to Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam right? coming up. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Uh, yeah. This fall. I saw I think, Pearl maybe. Jam in college. Mm-hmm. So about probably twenty years ago, saw them out in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we uh, actually I was just commented today on that I, I was wearing concert T-shirts. I'm like, I got a whole closet full. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. And you know, I think what we've, music is good, right? There's so much good benefit of, you know, you know, when people talk about their self-care plan, music is a good way to, you know, change mood or just make something feel good or whatever it is. So music is great. Live, sitting in your home, in the car, wherever. Music is therapeutic. What'd you do when you were a kid when you got dumped? You'd listen to sad music, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what you did. Uh, There was something cathartic about that. Yeah, I love music, so... That's uh, that is my thing. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Mental health. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge topic. Obviously, it, it's one of the pillars that that uh, Jason and I talk about on the show. Um, what is, what does it mean to you? What is what does mental health mean to you? It's going to mean something different to everybody. And and how do you have a relationship with it? What are some of the things that you kind of um, are, are are seeing in the profession? Um, maybe staff. Maybe kids. Um, just all of it. Yeah, I think for me, I think men- mental health is uh, taking care of yourself, you know, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, making sure that you're in a good spot. Um, I, a lot of it's stress management. Um, mm-hmm. I think work-life balance is a big uh, piece. I get I get yelled at. I don't want to say yelled at, but, you know, it gets pointed out to me that I work a lot at night when, so it kind of takes away from being with the family when I'm constantly working. So I I think that, that balance is important. I think that's, you know, everyone talks about self-care, but what does that really mean? And yeah. I think it can mean 
lots of different things for different people. Mm -hmm. You know, some people like to do the meditation. Some people like to do yoga. Like Mm -hmm. that's not really it for me. Right. Um, You know, the, uh, this year I, you know, I feel like, um, you know, my wife is a teacher and Mm -hmm. I saw her really struggling at her school that she was working at with the increase in behaviors and just, um, safety, I think is a big piece. And, and, uh, every day she was pretty much looking at indeed and trying to figure out what else she could do besides teach, you know, to be honest. And so I just saw her like really struggling because, um, the profession has shifted with the stress. Um, and I also think, you know, with the increase of social media, you get kind of put on blast all the time and Mm -hmm. things like that. So I feel like people's mental health can mean a lot of different things. Um, I, I think it's important to recognize that we, we are facing a pipeline issue mm-hmm. with uh, people who want to, you know, when our generation retires, you know, there's not a lot of people who are stepping up who want to be in the classroom or leading these schools. And so mm-hmm. I, I think mental health is a really important piece to be addressing. And I think in the schools, it's also important to have the resources, not just for students, but also for staff. staff yeah. yeah, That's what we're seeing a lot of too. And we're, we're talking to other guests and other principals is just that whole piece of how can we create a support system for one another because I think a lot of times as as leaders or whatever we don't we don't want to say that we've got something wrong right Mm -hmm. and it's so the thing that I share I've been sharing is that you're never going to live a life that's just grandiose and you're way up here and everything's la 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 I love the life you go through ups and downs in life and it's it's that's okay that's part of life but being able to have the supports or systems in place or people that you can talk to during those times so you can kind of, you'll come out of them, but uh, just understanding it's okay. And it's okay for us as leaders to say, hey, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And I think so much of what we uh, do is we don't want to say that we're not okay because then it's going to make, well, people, what are they going to think of us? But I think yeah, collectively we got to just say, hey, listen, we're going to go through some pretty tough times and it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay to ask for help. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we get a lot thrown at us every single day, every single hour, every single minute. There's just so much thrown at us as leaders. And I think, you know, when I, I've been in this career for 24 years and I really kind of think back, you know, I was in the classroom for seven, but this is my 17th year as a principal. And I just kind of think back to what it was like in that first year to now and just all the things that get added to our plates. And I think that finding that balance and, I think it's really important to try to make sure that we have all the supports in place um, and that we use them. So as principals, make sure that we have good people, you know, good assistant principals or deans, counselors, people that we can work together as a team, mm-hmm. delegate things to mm-hmm. um, so that it doesn't have to be all on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, do you have an AP? No. Okay. I was <laughs> kind of figuring you didn't. Yeah. yeah our school is pretty small. Uh, yeah. We have uh, 80 students. And okay. so I'm the only administrator. Yeah. So I, I kind of do all of it. Pretty common. Yeah. 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 Okay. How about uh, kind of switching gears a little bit because what we've noticed, and I think the research supports it, is that social media and the cell phone, right, can mm-hmm. really cause students and adults um, to maybe have some concerns with their mental health. We've seen um, in the net because the other thing too is when we say mental health, I don't we I don't want it to sound like mental health is a bad thing. Mental health is just what it is. It's part of our being. Like you said, is you've got your physical part, your emotional part, spiritual part, mental part, all that stuff. It's just part of who we are. But the part that sometimes what we found out is that 
you know, when you're addicted to your phone or the social media part of it, you can see a, a, an increase in some of the negative impacts of your mental health. And so I'm going to ask you, Angie, what are maybe what are some of the things that uh, platforms you're on or are you on social media? And if you are, what platforms are you on and maybe who do you follow? But then the piece of what do you notice or when it comes to that addiction with students and or adults when it, when it comes to their cell phones or social media? I'll, I'll uh, talk to that latter first. You know, I feel like the students and being attached to their cell phones is a real thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. really, it, it's getting more and more difficult to have students um, disconnect. And with our school, one thing that's kind of cool is that we're a project-based school. So our kids are constantly uh, active and hands-on learning. And so for our kind of learning platform it gives us a little bit more of opportunity for kids to put down their phones but we see it all the time and and i think there is a real true anxiety piece for kids mm-hmm. when they are separated from their phone and they this generation is that's all they know is mm-hmm. to be on these platforms um and i think being able to disconnect or when there's some negative things going mm-hmm. on on these platforms to be able to block them or or delete them uh is easier said than done because they just want to know what's being said or what's being posted, uh, what's happening. For me personally, I don't really do that much on social media. I feel like, one, I don't have the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it'd be really great mm-hmm. to have all this extra time to be on all these platforms, but I can barely get enough time to make sure I get enough rest at night. So <laughs> I don't do a lot of social media. Mm. Um, but for my school, I did... Um, this year really put an emphasis on creating a social media campaign, but I did it to increase the positive um, perception of what an alternative high school is. I think when people uh, hear that you work at ALC, that there could be some negative stereotypes that Mm -hmm. automatically come to mind or the type of student population that we might serve because technically, you know, in the state of Minnesota, if a kid goes to an alternative learning center, that means that they have, um, been, I guess, uh, identified at, at risk in mm-hmm. one of the categories that uh, the state lay, lays out as an at-risk youth, you know, mm-hmm. whether that's mental health or truancy or chemical health or homelessness. I mean, there's a lot of different categories. And so I think often people have uh, neg- negative stereotypes of the type of student that goes to an ALC. And um, I'm here to try to uh, turn that around. And so we've been using our social media to really just show all the good things that are happening at our school mm-hmm. And that our kids are scholars as well, and that we're delivering uh, the same level of standards that any other kid has to uh, reach in order to earn that diploma. We're just giving them a different uh, roadway to get there, a different Mm -hmm. pathway, a different way uh, to have a journey that meets their needs. And so we use our platform on Facebook and Instagram to really just kind of shine the light on all the awesome things that are happening Mm -hmm. and just how amazing our kids are. So I have used a lot of social media this year, and we really have increased our followers and uh, the activity. But uh, so it was kind of my mission this year to post at least two or three times a week mm-hmm. on just the things that are happening in the school. Um, I really believe in what I call like my "Be Your Own Champions" campaign, mm-hmm. and so trying to you know implement the idea that hey, I'm a big deal, you're a big deal. Everyone's a big deal. Our kids are a big deal. And so we have to be our own champions. We have to tell our own stories. If we're not narrating those stories, then somebody else is going to tell them for you. And I want to be in control of that narrative. And so we're using our social media to do just that and to kind of break down some of that negative 
uh, perception that people might think of an alternative high school. And that's been probably one of the biggest eye openings, uh, leaving the traditional high school setting, you know, working at a high school like you guys work at, Mm -hmm. you know, that was my whole career. And so to come and work in an alternative world, meet these amazing humans that are just beyond um, artistic and, and, and smart, intelligent, and being able to help kind of change that narrative of what alternative high schools are. Love and it. so, and it's great that I'm in a position at the state level, being the coordinator, uh, being on the executive mm-hmm. board for MASSP. I also have a little side hustle with NASSP as one of the network facilitators. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was kind of cool when they reached out. You know, there's about 20 principals across the country that serve as a network facilitator, and I'm the only one in Minnesota that does that. And so I think that, you know, having those platforms to kind of tell these stories is really important. Oh, absolutely. And I love what you said there, be your own champion. Yeah. Because so so much of, you know, we want to look externally for everything else, but at the end of the day, starts with you. Mm -hmm. You got to be your champion. You got to figure that out. And I love that. Absolutely love it. Hey, real quick, before we we switch over to uh, the next question, AI, chat GPT, that whole monster that's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Could be good, could be bad, all that stuff. What are your initial thoughts on that? And are you are you paying attention to it? And are you thinking about how you could possibly incorporate that, use that either for yourself or school or just because it's going to change a lot of industries? Yeah, I feel like anything we have to adapt with change. You know, if uh, you think about like with um, as we got through the pandemic and and surviving COVID and how we had to rethink and deliver education. I think with AI, it's nothing different. We just have mm-hmm. to adjust and, and embrace change. With um, that platform, I, I know that I have teachers that are using it for lesson plans. I know that we have um, people, other principals that are using it to write out letters of recommendation mm-hmm. you know, for others. I mean, I think there's a lot of possibilities uh, with it. I know there's big concern around academic dishonesty mm-hmm. and things like that, but I, I think that uh, after surviving the pandemic, I think we can figure this one out too, <laughs> to be honest. So I just think we have to be yeah. open-minded. Hey, you we know? figured out the calculator. We figured out the <laughs> yeah. computer, the right? Internet. The internet. Yeah, we survived we've, the we survived Y2K. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think we can do this, right? Yeah, yeah so it's... I just think you have to embrace it and and, and see what uh, possibilities it can give us to even expand our opportunities mm-hmm. with our young learners. Love it. Yeah, it's good. So you've already touched on this. You've used the term work-life balance. Um, for somebody who hasn't listened to our podcast, she sure did give a great summary there. Yeah, earlier. she did. She, she kind of hit all the the high points. Um, work-life balance. That's that's one of again one of the foundations of what we're talking about. And what's your relationship with that? How do you how do you navigate that? Um, could you do better? Have you always had the same approach? Has it changed over the years? Um, all of that. Yeah, I feel like I can do better at it. Um, I've been more intentional in the last mm-hmm. few weeks uh, to try to, um, I think also part of it is with summer, right? It's just nice out and there's other things I want to be doing with my time. But I feel like you have to be really intentional about it. And this is the thing that I've learned is that, you know, you might have a long list of things to get done, but if it doesn't get done, you know, the school's still going to be standing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be, everyone's still alive. And I mean, all the kids are still fine. I mean, we're going to get through it. And so I, th- I think it's important to try to find that balance because if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're feeling like your family's neglected, um, if you're neglecting your own physical health, I mean, I'll be honest, I, I probably put on like 20 pounds this year. I have not worked out like I used to. 
I'm not taking care of myself as I, like I used to. So I need to be more better with my intentions mm-hmm. of like finding that time to take care of myself. Um, I think getting through this first year of switching sure. jobs was a lot. Um, but I, I think it's easier to say all the right things and then to make sure you put it yeah. into practice. Um, yeah. I actually use my calendar for a lot of things. Like mm. I put those reminders in my calendar. Um, and then I, sometimes I get really intentional about, okay, I'm just going to leave my computer at work. It's going to be okay tonight. Like tonight's family night or where I'm going to do this instead. And I'm just going to leave my computer at work. So then therefore I'm not tempted to pull it out. Um, and, but there's plenty of nights too. It's, you know, like 11 o'clock and you're still working. Yeah. So I think it's just knowing that if you don't get it done, if everyone's uh, alive and everyone's kids are going to be okay, the school's yeah. not going to burn down if you don't finish, you know, writing that out or sending that email. And I just think it's an, uh, also important. I, I feel like to make sure that when you're responding to emails to try to make sure that it's within kind of the work day, yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. okay to shut down and, mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, setting and not those, respond. setting those yeah. boundaries. Yeah, set some yeah. boundaries for yourself. Yeah. Again, if my wife was here, she'd probably be like, you don't do that. <laughs> you work all night. All you do is work. But You're just talking, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all talk, no shot. Well, yeah. and the other mm. thing that you and I have talked about over this this course of this, uh, this show is that word balance. Yep. And, you know. It looks different to everybody. And it's, it's you know, you talked about at the beginning of the episode. It's not in perfect harmony. They're, you're going to go through these these you know, these ups and downs and you might have a stretch uh, in the last two, three weeks of, of school where there's a lot going on mm-hmm. at the high school level. There's, there's things Getting happening. Ready for right. And so and, yeah. it's, it's part of it, right? I mean, it, it, things are going to be a little bit um, off kilter for, for a while. And, and then, you know, you, the pendulum kind of comes back and, and, uh, and that's, that's fine. Well, yeah. I would say too, I would just add you and Angie, you said, both of these words, but intentional, right? Being intentional, but also being aware, right? If you're going through life and you're not aware of what the hell's going on, you got some issues, right? But you have to be aware. And what you're talking about is you're aware of it. You know, hey, I might not be doing this, right? But then you're also saying, hey, I got to get back to this, or I got to be more intentional. So I think those those two words, I think, are so key in kind of just life, you know, being self-aware and then being intentional with what you want to do. So mm-hmm. I think that's good stuff. Hey, let's talk a little bit about leadership, Angie. Um, being a leader. I mean, we've talked to leaders all around the state and even uh, the country. They are burning out. They're tired. They're fried. And we've got some uh, stuff that we've been reading and some research that, you know, over 50% of principals are burnt out and they're thinking about, I don't know if they can do this anymore. And that could be not only in the principalship, but that could just be leadership in general, right? If you're leading a business or whatever, it's just the demands and all that stuff. So what are some things, well, first of all, what does leadership mean to you? And then what are some things maybe we could do to help support others? And, and that's even for teachers, that's for anybody, right? Because there's a lot of stuff on our plates, and we're overwhelmed. So let's start with what does leadership mean to you? I feel like leadership is that old servant leadership kind of style. I think as the building principal, um, part of my job is to make the teacher's job easier so they can focus on what they need to do in the classroom and focus on the teaching and learning. And so I I feel like that part of that servant leadership is to do uh, what I can to make the teachers better at their job. Um, and to be in the classroom as an instructional leader, 
to know what's going on in your school. I think it's important to be able to trust the people around you and, and be able to trust in their work. Um, I think it's important to build uh, teacher leader uh, capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that I think is huge. One of the things I did in my new school was build an instructional leadership team. I told the teachers, anybody who wants to be on it can. I think it's really important to make sure that teachers feel like they have their fingerprints on on everything that's happening doesn't mean that every decision is going to be the decision that they want but at least they're going to have a platform to have a voice or to give feedback or um, provide input so i think that's important that type of leadership style where you're listening to others and you're um, collaborating uh, building an environment where people feel like it's safe to Mm -hmm. do that i think is really important um, I think culture, setting a pl- uh, positive culture is mm-hmm. a really po- you know, important part of uh, being a leader, um, making sure that people feel um, seen, valued, and heard. Um, you know, Being one of the few um, queer principals in Minnesota, I know what that feels like to, to not sure. feel seen, valued, or heard. Right. So I, I always make sure it's a priority that teachers, students, parents, even if we agree or don't agree, or if uh, the outcome is not going to be what everybody uh, hoped it to be, at least everybody had had that opportunity to make sure that their voice was heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think representation is really important and making sure that teachers and our students uh, can see themselves or at least uh, have a classroom that feels inclusive and safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those are, I think, the part, the most important pieces of being a leader is uh, making sure that um, that we have safe, inclusive uh, classrooms where everybody feels like they ha- are, have a place where they belong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How about addressing the concerns of burn burnout and and you know people maybe wanting to get out of the principalship or out of teaching or just how do you what are, what are some things you you would say to that or advice or. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I know that, na- you know, across the, the the nation, we are having, you know, those pipeline uh, concerns. Um, you know, I think that uh, a big part of it is making sure that uh, we have appropriate federal funding and mm-hmm. that we're getting the money funneled down into the state and local districts, uh, making sure that we have adequate um, support and resources. Um making sure that we have enough counselors, social workers, uh, are really important. The teacher burnout, you know, I don't think there's an easy answer to that one. You know, like I kind of said, I have a wife who's a teacher and I really didn't think that she was going to go back to the profession this year. Right. You know, I think she was ready to do almost anything, uh, besides teach. Um, and you know, that burnout piece, I know a big part of that is just some of the, the behaviors that are in the classrooms, mm-hmm. the, feelings of disrespect or that mm-hmm. students are kind of out of um, control. Like how do we provide those resources? How do we get more behavior interventionists? How do we have more um, resources to, to manage some of those pieces? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, 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 honestly, like I know, and there's a lot of, you know, um, funding around mental health and, and providing social workers and counselors and, uh, I think making sure that we have a lot of professional, you know, adequate resources for our professional development as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really know if there's a clear answer. I think there's a know? lot of layers to it. There, there is a lot of layers to it. A lot of layers to it. And you got to peel this one back. And all of a sudden you got to, oh, we got to peel this one back. But I think it's important that we have these conversations. We got to have these conversations. And you said mm-hmm. it earlier to keep the pipeline going. We need to continually get people into this 
education field and, and keep this going. So we've got teachers and then teachers who want to become assistant principals or assistant principals to principals, mm-hmm. principals to assistant soups, um, to superintendents, because we've got to keep it up. And so I think at, collectively as a group, we need to sit down and have the conversations. What do we got to do here? And then, like you said, maybe federal, state and say, hey, some things need to change here. Yeah, we can't we can't have this, uh, you know, people wanting to just jet out of jet out of this because <laughs> it's gonna. I had to say we collapse. I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't see that collapse. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really feel like we need some more support, so more uh, behavior interventionist positions, but then to make sure that the people in those positions are actually trained. And they know, yeah. Yeah, and make sure that they're properly prepared. You know, mm-hmm. to be in those type of positions. Absolutely. I think yep, the, the resources and personnel and all that stuff, I think, play a, a key mm-hmm. part in that. Let's let's kind of go into the whole sticking with kind of leadership. But what would what would some books or podcasts or well, you haven't listened to podcasts? <laughs> now you could you could I say know. the two principles pod. Maybe. <laughs> the two principles podcast is the best pod, pod, podcast I've only ever been on, never heard. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it, Angie. Uh, but no, what what are some of your uh, favorite maybe leadership or health wellness uh, resources that you would recommend to listeners or people uh, just out there in general? Well, actually, I feel like the best resource is one another. You know, mm, so you know, for me, it's not necessarily listening to a uh, a podcast, although I will start listening to this one. Um, and, and I'm not really, you know, you know, about, uh, Oh, read this book. Uh, for me, it's like being here, right. Being at the summer yeah. conference, yeah. being together with my colleagues, being able to network. Um, I think one another mm-hmm. is each other's best resource. Um, when I'm in a pickle, I don't look to find a book. I usually pick up the phone and call somebody who I think can help me with that problem or somebody who might have experienced it or just another high school, you know, principal or assistant principal or somebody else to just say, hey, I'm, you know, especially in my last school district, I was um, the only uh, high school assistant principal. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I just, you know, pick up the phone and yep. and, and call RJ or yep. call, you know, somebody in uh, sure. one of the neighboring districts to just kind of like say like, hey, how did you do this? You're right. So I think uh, our resources, uh, our, our human resources are our best resources. And so I love networking. I love coming to these conferences. Um, and then also like for me, like joining the NASSP networks, you know, has been huge. So now I just don't have a, um, a group of Minnesota principals that I, I, I know well and, and feel like I can pick up the phone, but I have principal friends all over the whole country now, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, we meet once a month, you know, I'm part of the LGBTQ, uh, plus network. So it's great to be able to talk with other uh, queer leaders across the country and kind of some of the things I think face us, you know, Mm -hmm, specifically. And then also like being able to just connect with other principals. And, you know, I run the assistant principal of the year network. And Mm -hmm. so I talk to other principals across the the country and, you know, that's what we spent a lot of our time talking about. It was like, you know, you know, what are our celebrations? What are our challenges? Yeah. You know, what are our tips and tricks that we can share with one another? So I think that is our best resources. Absolutely. And when you were talking about just people in general, I th- you know, knowing Angie for how long I have, one of the things I'd go back to kind of maybe stress management or work-life balance, whatever, 
just have fun, right? I mean, there's some, I mean, I can think of the, the <laughs> some of the conversations and just laughter that we have, right? And and that's really too how you can mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Laugh with one another, for God's sakes. Don't take yourself so serious. Joke around and all that stuff. And Angie's really good at that, by the way. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, well, I remember two years to say, like two years ago, we laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh my God. So much at, here at this conference. Uh, and just, you know, another year, like you just yeah. need it, right? Yeah. You just need yeah. it. And you know, we have uh, about 300 people attending the conference this summer. And so that's just amazing opportunities to be able to network. And I uh, try to get to know as many people as I can while I'm here. Um, and I think you're right, Jason. I mean, just getting together. And, and I mean, and then sometimes, you know, like you're like, man, you th- when you think you've seen it all. And then <laughs> somebody then, then this, and then you're like, oh, my God, I got a story for you. Like, you can't imagine what I just dealt with. So, yeah, I mean, so that is like the best part of these conferences. Like, yeah. yep, it's great to have the good keynotes. And I'm excited about some of the keynotes and the speakers that we have coming. I think uh, MASSP does a great job on uh, trying to get some really top-notch um, professional development for us. Uh, but really, the, the it's coming up here and, and, and seeing seeing you and yeah. meeting you. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's the best and hanging out yeah. with uh, our friends. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. We're going to wrap it up with one question. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give our listeners that they could implement tomorrow would help them make a shift in their overall health and wellness journey. Um, it doesn't have to be a physical thing, but, but, uh, just mm. what's one thing that you would, you would tell people? I think it's find the positive, like okay. literally find the positive. Cause there's always a silver lining. And to be honest, like, you know, personally in our personal life, my wife and I, we've been through a lot of stuff. I mean, the last, you know, few years, you know, with, um, just things that we faced, um, with, uh, losing loved ones and, and, and things like that. And, and so like, I've been able to put a lot of things in perspective, mm. you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the school's still standing. Nope. No, <laughs> nobody's on fire. Like it's all going to be all right. And just to put things in perspective. And then I was just kind of like, it sounds really cliche, but like, look for the good. I mean, look, be the good, but look for the good, find the positive. Um, it's really easy. I think as just part of your human nature to like dwell on the on the things that aren't going mm-hmm. well, but like you always got to look at like, what did you accomplish? What did you do? Um, I think, you know, part of, you know, myself, like growing up with uh, hearing loss, a lot of people don't know I have, mm-hmm. you know, a hearing disability. Mm-hmm. And well, some people know, like they can't hear, like, like I didn't hear you at all. But uh, yeah, you know, like I've really learned the lessons of perseverance, mm-hmm. uh, overcoming, you know, when I was a kid, I couldn't talk. I couldn't, you know, I had no speech, um, had a, have a special ed, uh, services and work, work really hard to learn how to, um, you know, say words and pronounce, you know, sounds and things like that. And so like, I learned very young, like that those lessons of perseverance and like this too shall overcome. And, and then you just got to find the good, you know, like you got to find the positive and even in the, in, 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 in hard times, there's always something you just got to look for the good. And if you can't That's see great. the good, then be the good. Yeah. Hey, love it. That's great. Love it, love it, love it. That's yeah. great. I, I think I think that, that wraps us up here. Yeah, I wanted um, to say, yeah. I was just going to say, thanks. for It's an absolute pleasure meeting you. Like, this was awesome. This yeah. is so cool. This is my first time at the conference. Um, so this is, uh, I'm well, loving this. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. I'm loving this. Yeah, it's going to be a good yeah. time. 
Um, I would just ask if, if listeners want to get a hold of you, Angie. Where, where's the best way, listeners? And we can we'll put this in the show notes too uh, on the pod. But where where could listeners get in contact with you if they want to reach out to you or ask you a question or anything? Yeah, well, I I work at Integrate Arts Academy in Eastern Carver County, so you can send me an email uh, there, or you can just uh, find me on Facebook. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm the only Charbonneau Fulch in the whole <laughs> state of Minnesota. What did I call you earlier? Chardon- Chardonnard. Chardonnay. No, Chardonnay. Yeah, or some people call Chenard. me Fulch or Fulchie or Fulcher, but yeah, uh, me, and my, me and my wife are the only two with that last name because we combined when yeah. we got married, so she was the Charbonneau, I'm the Fulch. And so Charbonneau we're the only Fulch. Charbonneau Fulch. Uh, <laughs> we're very unique. I got, I got to ask you, too, because I've been thinking about it since the first two minutes. You mentioned your dog. What kind of dog do you have? I got three Morkies. You have three? Yes. Kay. Skeeter, Bruno, and Aspen. Oh, that's Ooh. awesome. Yeah. I'm a dog person. My wife and I have a gold and then a newfie. Yeah, we yeah. got the three little Morkies. So okay. the two are about 14 pounds, and then we have a toy Morky who's about seven pounds. So he's like <laughs> just a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, love dogs. Yeah, we love dogs, too. Well, hey, Angie, I so much appreciate you being on the pod today. I love the, uh, did you write this down? Be the good, find the I, good, already, find the positive. I, I, I already I filed mean, it away. That's, or or be the good. Be the good, right? Or be the good. Yeah, yeah, and that's just awesome. I so much appreciate you. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you and um, just having a blast here. And so thanks for joining the Two Principles Pod, Summer Edition. And we are going to connect too, because I think you have some connections for maybe us for NASSP. Maybe there's some... You know stuff we could uh, yeah. connect there with. Going to be at the mm-hmm. national conference this summer. We'll yeah. be presenting at the national conference yeah. this summer. So nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so Thanks much. For Thanks me, for your time. Appreciate it. We appreciate you hanging out with the two principals today as we continue on this journey towards a healthier and happier you, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate, review our podcast wherever you listen. And we are so grateful for your support. As always, please follow us on all of our social media accounts at Two Principles. You can find us on the web at twoprinciples.com. Questions for Kevin or myself, email us at twoprinciplespodcast at gmail.com. As always, thanks for raising your frequency today and looking inward. Wishing you peace and happiness on your journey. Remember, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Until next time, get out of your head and into your heart.